Today's reading is from Isaiah chapter 64. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down so that the mountains would quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil to make your name known to your adversaries so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past, no one has heard, nor ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God beside you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in their ways. But you were angry, and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like leaf, and in our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we all are your people. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. God, we come as we are today and we pray for your Holy Spirit to move us as a community and to enter our hearts. Amen. I talked with a young woman last week who sits in her basement unable to leave her home because her anxiety is so severe. She is imprisoned by her mental illness. Her life has literally stopped, unable now to work and barely able to go to her doctor's appointments. She wakes up each day hoping that her medicine can be regulated enough for her to make it through another day. The news has been filled with truth-telling this week of celebrities and politicians called out for sexual misconduct. The abuse of power and privilege continues to be exposed. A statement by one of the men said this, repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul-searching, and I am committed to beginning that effort. The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. These ancient words come to us this morning. We head back to a time long before Jesus. Isaiah's words are full of image and longing, the interweaving of despair and hope, a yearning for something to be different. 
the prophet Isaiah calls out to God on behalf of his people to show up, to come with vigor, to change things, to make God's presence and his power apparent and known, and to set into motion a new way and a new time. The prophet's words come when the Israelite people are disoriented and broken down. Jerusalem had been conquered by the Babylonians. The temple, the place they knew God to be, had been destroyed. Many, most of the Israelites were killed and others were taken into captivity in a foreign land, forced to live in an unknown place. All that they have known has been taken from them and they are unsure if they even have a future ahead. They have been in exile for a long, long time. And they are now called back to Jerusalem. They had been hoping and praying for this day of return, and they had imagined a glorious homecoming to be brought back to what they have known. But reality does not match their expectation. Their beloved city is in ruins. Unknown people occupy their neighborhoods and their struggles for power and for provision. Nothing is happening fast enough or as they anticipated. They want life to be better, but they don't even know where to begin. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. It is Advent today. The word Advent means coming. This season claims the color blue for it signals deep waters or an enveloping sky. We are surrounded by all that the color blue elicits, tranquility, depth, expectancy, illumination. For us in the northern hemisphere, Advent begins as darkness comes early and stays longer. Things that grow in the dirt are tucked in now for hibernation. The trees now bare reveal a new skyline. It is interesting that this is where the church year begins. Not at the harvest, not in abundance, but when we are stark, barren, and dim. We are called to sit here in between to name the struggle, to notice what is dormant or missing, and trust right there that God will come. While our culture is on a frantic conveyor belt to prepare for Christmas, and expectations are high for how we are to feel and what we are to do, we slow way down these four weeks of Advent and create space here to hear of the struggles of God's people since the beginning of time. Within these stories of doubt and longing and sorrow, we find a place to be when we encounter the same. This life of faith is never a straight line, and I would say it's never a strong line. We weave in and out and even drop off the map at times This is true for each and every person, although we don't often want to admit it. 
There are many places to promote and publicize when our lives are going well. Advent is a time to say that not everything is okay. Advent is a season to come as you are, to name the empty places, to linger in what is unfinished, and like the prophet, to call out to God to tear open the heavens and come down. Advent is a place to lament, to wonder, to nestle in the discomfort as awkward as it can be. Yet even in their darkness, these ancient stories hold hope. These people remember what God has done in the past, and so they grasp with faith that God will act again. These stories speak about God's faithfulness that can even hold our unbelief. It is a promise that will hold true even though those people and us often cannot see beyond where they are. This is our story. This life is the commingling of joy and sorrow, of known and unknown, and this is where God promises to meet us. We buried my dad's ashes over Thanksgiving weekend. It has been almost two years since his death. We are not as raw and achy as we used to be, yet it is clearly apparent who is missing, and we are forever changed. So we gathered on the rolling hills with the sun peeking through near the church where my mom grew up. We read scripture, we prayed, and we spoke of God's promise that death is not the end. Flower petals danced with dirt, and my kids curiously walked around reading the names and gravestones of generations of their family. And I felt in my heart both a longing and a certainty that love cannot be contained that buried in the ground there is a promise waiting to emerge. And so it is. We live right here, in the meantime, in between, dancing in darkness and in light. These weeks before Christmas are filled with so many things. We each have lists to check off in order to mark these days before Christmas. But know this, this place as we worship together will always be a place to say that it is okay that life is not meeting your expectations. It is okay to be belly side up. It is okay to lament and to wish for change, to yearn for what will be, and it is okay to say that everything is not okay. Isaiah cries out, we all fade like a leaf and in our inequities like the wind take us away. The blue waters of baptism come to you to wash your soul and to hydrate your flesh with promise and hope. God meets you right where you are. Blessed Advent. Amen. Amen.